What is the name? Or sorry, <laughs> I read that wrong. <laughs> it's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Movie Toast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 127 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Dennis, it's another week. What's going on? Oh, just, just weekend right along over here. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. I have uh, was on a little slasher kick this last week during my, my busy, busy work week. So I'm excited to get into the, the gruesome reviews later. But uh, nice. yeah, it's, I, I'm also excited to hear about your fucking reviews, dude. There's, there, was a, there was a blockbuster that dropped this last week that I did not get to go out and see. So Yeah, but I feel like 90% of the world saw it. So oh, it's yeah. like maybe oh, people sure. might want to listen. I don't know. But at least there's one captive audience, maybe. That's right. You. That's you, you toasters right now. <laughs> and oh, man. Yeah. Fucking hey. So well, uh, let's, yeah, it's like, let's tear into this, dude. What you, uh, what you, well, 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 first, first, I want to talk about something we got over uh, on the good old Twitter nice. at movie underscore toast. Uh, this this uh, person that we follow and follows us, P Pixel Fun, sent us uh, our our logo, like, and it looks a little pixelated. And I didn't realize you zoom in, and it's a bunch of movie covers making up our our That's toaster so cool. and everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, what do they call what do they call this? Uh, my uh, shoot. Um, you know, there's like those posters where it's made up of all the little pictures. I, uh, yeah, I, there's a name for those. Um, there really is. We probably shoot. should have done research. It says, but they're, they're calling it pixel art, but yeah, it's no, this is it's awesome. You did wonderful yeah. job there, pixel fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, 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 I hope they listen to the show. If not, I'm like, I, I don't know why anybody would just do that. Like, at first, I'm like, oh, they just uh, put some weird filter, and then I'm like, oh interesting yeah like, I, I i can't figure it out but i love it it's it's pretty neat <laughs> we appreciate Maybe. the gift pixel fun that is that mm -hmm. is very cool <laughs> so if you're looking for a cool logo or a picture to have pictures inceptioned into it you should check out p pixel fun at twitter uh i think uh i'll toss it up over on our uh, good old instagram page uh at movie oh, toast hell yeah Nope, I, I fucked that up. It's at movie underscore toast. Movie underscore wow. toast. There you go. There you go. Ooh. Pointing in the right yeah. direction. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, Dennis, before we get slashing and dashing and I don't know what else we're going to be doing later well, on probably today. Probably burning, um, too. I, I <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Oh, boy. Um, you you want to do a little bit of uh, polls? Polls? Shit, man. Yeah. Give me that poll. So, two weeks ago, you reviewed a uh, film by the title of Vibes, starring a, uh, a one Mr. Jeff Goldblum. And then co-starring in a movie I reviewed last week, The Life Aquatic, also had Jeff Goldblum. So I wanted to know, out of the following four movies, which Jeff Goldblum movie are 
Twitter followers it liked the best out of Buckaroo Banzai, The Fly, Jurassic Park, and Independence Day. Oh, man. Good. You, you, want, you want to get the kicker here, Dennis? What, what's that? 100% on one of them. No, Zero no, Jurassic the Park. Right? You think? You think? Buckaroo Banzai is zero. Independence oh. Day is zero. Jurassic Park is zero. The fly what? swiped it. I mean, I, I mean, I, that is a great movie. That is in, like a side of Goldblum we don't get to see often enough. And I think he fucking kills it in that one. Uh, I but was it's just like, shocked. That was kind of like no, a throwaway one. For, I feared. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I thought for sure Jurassic, then Indy, then maybe maybe Buck, maybe. and then then the Fly. I'll be honest, I would I might have thrown, I probably would have thrown my vote on Buckaroo Bonds. <laughs> I, I I probably would have as well. It's just so but, entertaining. Uh, yeah. uh, wow, I thought so. Dang guys, he's not really a main me. character, but yeah, right. I mean, I guess I, I mean it's like what I just said. I really shouldn't be that surprised because yeah, he really gets. Not only is he the main, like he is the star character but he actually gets to flex a little bit more than he does in the mm. other films you mentioned so i could and, see and that. i it feel makes- like it was before he was huge so he, he didn't just have to do autopilot of being jeff goldblum as a character he could have fun with it i think oh yeah yeah i think he had so he was in a few comedies before then but that was the first i think that was the first time you get to really see him star and like as the lead uh, i don't mm. think he had been that would make sense a, a lead many times before that uh, yeah but regardless we got we got the we got the bloomies going uh <laughs> i i will tell you i'm a big fan of that uh world according to jeff goldblum series on national geographic and disney plus <laughs> i fe- feel like i've watched one or two episodes and i liked it just never never went back to check anymore oh. I, I i think i gotta i would try i try to skip it around pick out the subject matter that appeals to you first and then, and then crawl around through because it's like it's not like you got to see him in order. You, you just get to a little peek into the mind of the of, of Jeff over there, and that that alone <laughs> is all that's entertaining. I don't even care what he's talking about. It could be an episode about toilets. I'll listen to Jeff Goldblum oh, talk dude. about toilets for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the 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 diction and the, the tone <laughs> you, of voice you know, and the smoothness. Adam, the the history of of the the toilet is. Very vastly fascinating. I, just, <laughs> I tell you, well, one one of the best co- podcasts I've listened to in the past like six years had have been Jeff Goldblum on Conan's podcast. The two of them were just killing it. Oh my Comedy, god! Just nonstop. Oh, that had I to wanted be good. so much more of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, seek that one out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little old, but I mean, it's definitely well worth a listen. Um, all right, so up next, they uh, announced last week that Will Smith is returning to his role from well, probably like 15, 20 years ago in I Am Legend 2, and oh. co-starring in it is Michael B. Jordan. Oh my god, didn't they, were we not promised this one a long time ago, or didn't they? I, I don't Jesus. know, I... I honestly thought his character died at the end, but I guess that was an alternative ending, or I don't know what. No, I from what I remember, I feel like I remember reading this in a article in the past where they were talking about doing a sequel, and I kind of had the same reaction, and it was something like, "It'll be, it's going to be a semi prequel. It'll like take place in the middle of the last movie potentially, mm-hmm. where like it's I guess you, I you'll see, see things, you know, after the collapse, but before obviously he." got to the end 
But then what if we could, I would like to see past the end. Now that we finally get to acknowledge there's other humans, shouldn't we? Yeah. I want to see some more of that world, but you're right. It would be without Will Smith in those scenes. And then uh, you get, I mean, Michael B. Jordan kicks ass, so. Yeah. Maybe I mean, he's, he's the fantastic. current, you know, maybe he's the, see, our hero. I'm, in the I'm wondering if, day. I feel like the, the ages don't match up, but I, wasn't there a little boy watching Shrek, uh, that he met him and his mother uh, yes. after he was attacked. That I feel is... like he's not, he, he's too, too old to be that guy, but who knows? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, but what if, but jump. what if we jump further? Like, what if it's not 10 years that passed? What if it's 15, That's 20? true. That's true. You never know. Uh, never so know. I, I posted the question. <laughs> Does this uh, film interest you? And uh, the, the, uh, the options were heck yeah. And nope. And hmm. uh, it was divided. Dennis, I was going to say it. If there, I if there was an option, I would pick a, mm, I mean, a shoulder I shrug. I wanted, <laughs> I want, I wanted a straight answer out of the out of the toasties. No bullshitting. All right, what, what them toasties yeah. tell us? Thirty three percent said heck yeah. Sixty seven <laughs> nope. Yeah, let's be honest. They, we've uh, may, may, maybe it's a little too late for this one. Yeah, possibly. that's what I was thinking. You know, it's like it's been long enough. Why not? Why can't we just leave it be? I mean, did the other mm. versions of the story have sequels like Mega Man and Last Man on Earth? Oh, Mega Man? Not that I know. That's of. like yeah, or yeah, they believe they're all just one-off stories as the original book was. So I, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I mean, it was intriguing to see that there was a land of people alive and immune yeah. or whatever. But I mean, we 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 we've got the Walking Dead. We got other zombie things in the meantime. So it's like, eh, but I'm intrigued. I think is this the first time the uh, screenwriter has done a sequel to his movies? Oh, uh, the guy that did the original. So I mean, maybe there's something there that okay. we don't know. Yeah. So uh, up next, uh, you reviewed a Michael J. Fox movie called. Dun dun dun! The secret of my success, and uh, I want to know bow, bow. out of the fall. Oh, dude, I I had that song stuck <laughs> in my head all week. Even today, driving home, I was I was humming it. Uh, something about it. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, uh, so I wanted to know out of the following four movies, what the uh, Toasty's favorite Michael J. Fox films is: oh, boy. Uh, Teen Wolf, Back to the Future Three, Mars Attacks, and Stuart Little. Interesting choices. Yeah, I didn't want to go for the obvious. I had, to, I had to play around a bit, I think. Oh, I kind of no. I like that you did that. I like you did. Oh man. Oh fuck. That's it's kind of tough. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, Dennis. The numbers are probably skewed because <laughs> after I got the results, I realized I did not put Stuart Little in as a vote. Uh, oh. So there's only only Teen Wolf, Back to the Future Three, and Mars Attack. Okay. So who knows? Who knows? Ooh. I don't know. I I mean with them lip Nicky fans. Oh god. Get at me. I uh I feel like it's gonna be torn between like I feel like it'll favor Back to the Future, but there's there's probably gonna be a couple of votes for Teen Wolf. What yeah. what do you what do you think I, going into I, it? Uh I thought uh, I don't know. I, I, I really didn't know. I didn't think it would be Back to the Future three. If it was one or two, I could see it, but I, I didn't I don't know. Okay. And honestly, I forgot that he apparently was in Mars Attacks. Me there's too. so many people in that movie. But I, I checked it multiple times and uh, I got the same results. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Zero percent for Back to the Future 3. Wow. Twenty percent. Fuck the Westerns. People get it. Twenty uh, percent Mars <laughs> Attacks. And eighty percent for Teen Wolf. And I hope they know that this isn't the MTV Teen Wolf. Oh, God. Who knows? 
Well, only one of those yeah. is a comedy, so. <laughs> oh. I like Teen Wolf 3. Uh, oh, God. You know, a short no Bateman? No Bateman. No Bateman. Tenacious D. That's that's Teen Wolf 3. <laughs> it, was, it was a sketch on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, God. Oh, that's funny. That's fantastic. Uh, so that's 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 all I got this week for uh, polls. Uh, you got you got some good ones though. You got some good ones. Nice man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was happy with them, but uh, not as happy as I was as last week when I came back with the video uh, trivia. Well, this week I might be the one to draw first blood. Yeah, you can try, but I'm not gonna go out without swinging. <laughs> Did I do it first um, blood? And there you go, folks. Those are our Sylvester Stallone uh, impersonations. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Let uh, us know how much you hate it. <laughs> on a scale of one to or love shut it. up. <laughs> yeah, boy. A lot uh, of shut ups coming our way. Shut ups coming um, <laughs> I'm looking at a card like I'm going to ask myself a question. Uh, Dennis, <laughs> let's go for... Uh, category I'm not great at. Uh, let's go a drama musical. Oh, nice, bold choice, sir. I like it. Gotta play, gotta play the game sometimes. Ooh, yeah, that you do. Oh, okay. I have yet to see this movie myself, actually. What mm. 1996 film sees a young nurse tending to a plane crash victim during World War II? Interesting. Huh. I I clearly don't have an answer, and whatever I say isn't going to be funny because I put too much. I would I it. would say just think uh, about. The, would you like me to repeat the question? Well, let 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 me do the contact clue contact context clues. Yeah, is that is that is that a thing? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's 1997. I know that doesn't matter. World War II. Actually, British news. Oh well, that changes the game all together. Changes everything. <laughs> uh. Fuck it, I give up. No, it's just, with, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, all right, but but out of all seriousness, I'm gonna go with the Mummy Two, uh, the Scorpion King attacks. Uh, no, I got it. Oh, the English Patient. See, nurse. Oh, I mean, your nurse tending to a plane crash victim during World War Two. I was hoping you'd pick up on the, yeah, nurse and patient. I mean. I, yeah, you know, you win there some, you, know. you lose a lot more. <laughs> well, not you, yeah, apparently, but we'll see this I was going to say it, but I didn't want to come off smug, Dennis, all right? You're, Especially if you're getting one wrong. Ugh. All right, what can I do you for? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the same, man. Uh, hit me with the drama music. Oh, you, you son of a bitch. All right, um, oh, yeah, really, yes. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Ring the bell for him, please, Al. What actor stands on the bow of the Titanic and yells, I'm the king of the world? I don't fucking know. Andy Richter? Leo DeCaps. <sighs> My homie. Yeah. <laughs> My boy. I get the English patient and you get Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, that's fantastic. Oh. Not even Leonardo, the, 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 the pizza-loving turtle. Oh, no. All right, cool. I'll take an action-adventure, please. You got it. What is the Lone Ranger's real name? I have never heard this before, so. All right. <laughs> Luigi Pascal. L Luigi Pascal is incorrect. I really wish that was. All right, well, uh, 
I should have went with Luigi Glade because I'm looking at a bottle of uh, Glade and in, in a, in a little plushy uh, Luigi. But you, uh, you were gonna Kaiser Soze came out. Kaiser Soze, the fucking answer, <laughs> or or uh, or Working Hands Pepsi. Or working I don't know. Hands. It was a tough one. Uh, Lone Ranger's real name is John Reed. John Reed. That's a good name. It is, it is good. I like it. Yeah, although it got me a buzzer, so fuck that. Name. <laughs> Never mind. Two for two. <laughs> oh boy! Well, you you, you want an uh, action adventure? No, you got a horror sci-fi. Give me my my comfortable okay. space. All right, uh, this whole card's a fucking wash. Oh anyways. no! Um, you you are gonna be a victor tonight or today? I don't know when people are listening. Tomorrow? Yeah, next week. The future. We'll find out. Oh, the line. Here's Johnny. Oh. From what eighties horror film? The Darkening. No, The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. <laughs> the Shining. Uh, I would have accepted The Shining. The Shining. Uh, starring, the lesser known sequel. Starring everyone's favorite uh, janitor. Good old Willie. Oh. All right, yes. The, <laughs> ring that bell, folks. Dennis is sweeping sweeping the floor here. Squeaky uh, clean. Yeah, I'll take a horror sci-fi. All right, dude. Okay, I think I think you got this one. Don't Don't do that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right, shit. Nope, this is the hardest fucking question I've ever asked you. That's you're never like gonna... It. No, ne- don't just... Mm-hmm. There you go. Just just ring the bell of, of anger right now. <laughs> anger bell! <laughs> Alright, dude, your horror sci-fi question. In Cocoon, what happens to the old people when they swim near the cocoons? Well, I mean... If I stand corrected here, uh, my boy Wilford Brimley's in it, right? I believe Wilford Brimley's in it. The Goot, uh, yep, and a lot of other fine folks. Uh, the old people are like agile and young again, but uh, I don't know what the card wants me to say, Dennis. I think what you just said is just fine. They feel younger. That's that is okay. it. Ring that bell. I'll take it. You know, I've seen the cocoon. Never seen Cocoon Two. Return of the Cocoon. I don't know if that's the subtitle. Cocoon's back. It should be cocooning. Is that it? Re cocooning. No, God, no. I wish it was cocooning oh, again. A lot of cool titles. <laughs> back to the pool. <laughs> back to the back they, in the pool. Didn't they have to go in the pool? Yes. Yeah. Didn't weren't they in the pool they like, when they got the cocoon? They like float around in the. Yeah, they float in water. Yeah, I've been like so like long. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think they should if they're young Fallon. I mean, they're wet. <laughs> they're well, maybe not. Bum, bum, bum. Throw your back out. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Break a hip. Do the vinegar strokes. <laughs> your lip curls back. Do the vinegar strokes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Don uh, Lachois, you like? for your contribution to human existence. Yeah. Um, he gets it. I'll take a comedy animation, please. In in light of your okay. <laughs> your last comment. <laughs> well, well, Dennis, I believe I've asked you this in the past in a different game. Uh, there's three very distinguished words that I need the answer for. Mm. I, I have faith in you. What is the Pink Panther? Oh fuck! You're right, and then I, I stumbled all over this the last time I got it. Yeah, what it? Uh, That's why I'm thinking a, you got it. A now. private eye, a private detective, a uh, private investigator. Fuck, pick one, Dennis. Ch- uh... Oh my god, 
This happened last son of a bitch. You'd think I would learn from my mistakes, Sorry. and I clearly don't. I, I mean, you don't expect these questions to come back too often, even though they do. Uh, I don't know why, but hey. God damn it, yeah. Uh, private right. investigator. It's All right, a large pink diamond. Oh! God! Mm. Fuck! Um, I'm mean, disappointed in I, myself. I can see where you're getting... Yeah. It happens to the worst of us, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, only the worst. I've gotten three wrong tonight. Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't have gotten it. I'd probably... I'd be with you. I'd be like an installation. A cool cat that's pink. A panther that's pink. Oh, man. What a, what a great theme song. That is. That is a fantastic... Uh, I like that jazzy shit. That's... Yeah, awesome. it's 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 fantastical. It's 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 fanciful. Uh, I'll take uh, comedy cartoon. Sorry, comedy animation, animation as well, please. Yeah, there we go. The line, mm. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, is from what movie? What a barn burner here, Dennis. Um, Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get there, Dennis. Give, 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 give me just one brief moment here, please. Um, I it's on the tip of my tongue here, Dennis. I I can picture I can picture who's in it. Um, I guess if I had to, and I guess I do have to guess here, Dennis. Right? That's yeah, that's, that's the, the idea. Yeah. The, the uh, stalling is apparent, but the- all right. <laughs> then. Uh, I I suppose I'll have to. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, I can't say Luigi Pasquale because I've already said that, and I've already wasted uh, working hands Pepsi. So uh, I guess the next best guess here would have to be. Uh, um, God damn it, you son of a bitch! There should be a time limit here, but I just I I I can't tell if the banging's like oh, I, apo- is, or uh, the outside world. I apologize, folks. That is my heater kicking on in the background. Ooh, uh, it sounds it creepy. creepy. I thought you were like banging a pan. Oh pain no, in no, the no, 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 no! Uh, Everything you have heard has been a hint, though. I I I could imagine. Uh, all right, so uh, out of all seriousness, I'm gonna have to say this movie is indubitably. Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, you know, when when oh when the God. lady man uh, has to see his kids, uh, his kids like Mrs. Doubtfire, you're oh. uh, trying to seduce me like in The Graduate. Oh, you son of a bitch. And she's like, look at you. Hello. Mrs. Robinson. I, I couldn't come up with a name. I, I was I was looking I was looking for a good movie with a, a, a small child and adult. Oh. And I couldn't come up with one, Dennis. There was a lot of stalling and I couldn't I couldn't pull it off. Well, you got there. You got there. You, oh. you, you, you made me throw right. up in my mouth a little bit, but we got there. We got there. <laughs> that I is mean, correct. The graduate is the answer. Oh, boy. Well, you got one left on the card here, Dennis, and I'm I'm guaranteeing you'll get it. Or do you want me to flip no, the no, card no. over? Hit me with that you. last one. I want to clear the whole plate. I mean, clear, sure. Uh, when the mall, I, I doubt that. Nah. Um, what character said, go ahead, make my day? Uh, what a toughie. Actually, um, I don't remember his real first name other oh, than Dirty Harry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all you needed to say is Dirty Harry. Dirt, his name is Dirty, Dirty yeah. Harry, and so Harry, is the film. Uh, no, that is Harry is his first. Fuck, why can't I know his? 
no, that's what the card says. His name is Dirty Harry. I'm just trying to think of the character, like what his last name is, because I uh, I know they call him that. And... You know, his, his, the, other, the other cops call him that in the movie. Anyways, beside the point, that's the answer. Dirty <laughs> Harry, thank you, thank you. That, that is the answer. <laughs> you are fantastic. Um, I'll take a, a comedy and uh, animation again, please. All right, dude. What is Stanley Kubrick's How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, otherwise known as? Oh, shit. Well, this is a very, very uh, large title that I'm going to fuck up, but I know it's Dr. Strange. That it is. Uh, But I don't know all the... That's it. You got it. I'll shut up. Yeah, stop it right there. You got it. I think I was trying to figure out the stuff that you said in front of it because I I still couldn't remember. Yeah, Doctor Stranger Love or how I lo- how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Hmm. Interesting. That Cold Fair War enough. shit, man. That was scary. That was scary shit. It'll but get you. Comedy is the good way to handle it. I get why you had to you had to address it. The other end of the spectrum, uh, by the way, if you folks are ever curious, I oh shoot, what's it called? Is it like magnitude or fuck? I forget. Pop, there pop. is um, there is a mo- there is a film that's basically the same story, but it's a dramatic version of exactly the same story, and it is fantastic. I highly recommend you watch it if I can if I can think of it. Um, It'll come to you after we uh, stop recording. Yeah, I'm bit. sure. Well, we uh, I, I remember uh, watching in David Johnson's class at Columbia, and I was so grateful that we uh, I had that opportunity to see a movie I probably never would have. So, um, mm-hmm. shoot, yeah. Anywho, anywho. Well, sir, mm. uh, what are you, what are you feeling? Oh, wow. No, that's, Ooh. oh, I just asked you a question. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's on, it's on me. Um, <laughs> I like, I like your odds with all of these. One of these is, uh, is, is ironic that it would be asked, but I'm not going to oh, tell you any more okay, than that. Okay, okay, okay. Give me a horror, the horror sci-fi. Horror, horror sci-fi. All right, yeah. Dennis. Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is loosely based on what serial killer? Oh, shit. Ed Gein? That is correct. Sweet. Thank you. One away from a win, I think. One away. away. But but two ain't far either. So you might might be tying it up right now. No, it's pretty fucking far, Dennis. It's pretty far. So far away from... Um, I'll, I'll go for an action adventure. Adventure! And some action. It's around every corner now. Uh, it certainly is in this film, but that's not what I'm going to ask you. Uh-huh. Who both wrote mm. and starred in From Dusk Till Dawn? Well, that's a Mr. Quentin Tarantino. I watched that a couple of weeks QT? ago. It still holds up like a child. Oh, yeah. That's it. QT, motherfuckers. Yeah. See, I told you. I told you you were getting that one. I didn't know what question you were going to ask All yet, right. but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Right, and there's another one here that uh, that is a favorite of mine that uh, I think is is also. I mean, all I, right. How about comedy, there's, comedy there's animation? I'll take that. <laughs> all right, Dennis, for the win. <laughs> I can't like, kind of dropping uh, hints, but I'll take it. How, how do you know I don't like? Uh, how, how do you know I don't like the uh, the drama musicals, <laughs> Dennis? Big fan. Action of adventure. I like it um, all. <laughs> what film stars two deadbeat clerks at a convenience store? Oh, clerks. 
Oh boy, that was a toughie. Well, that is a double bell for you. Congratulations, dang, dang, dang. you have swept the episode, sir. Oh, it's good. It's good to it's good to have a win again. It's been a while. I forgot what it's like. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was only, it's only two, two episodes, episodes ago. ago. Thing. It's a long time. It really, it really is. It's it's it eats away your soul, Dennis. Uh, like maggots eating away at the flesh uh, and bone. Oh, Jesus. I don't oh, know. Oh, too, too dark. I got to get out of here. It's too, it's too, going, too, this it's too much for me right now. I'm not ready yet. We need, to, we, need, we need to bolt. We need to skedaddle. Some might say, Dennis, we need to run and gun this bitch. Uh, I watched a movie that nobody's ever heard of uh, called Run and Gun. It's been a year. 16 months? You're a hard guy to get to really know. Do you even want a family? I do want a family. Name's Perry. I, I work for Grace. He wants you at this address. I get it. I know who you are. I know your name. Of course, your reputation precedes you. Work for me. I'm done with that. Really? Hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be fun to have around. 440 grand in here. We're gonna make this exchange or I'm just gonna take it. You do have some balls. Gonna find out. Excuse me, boys. Do you guys mind moving out of the way? Maybe somewhere over there? If you wanna grab yours, I'll grab mine. Where are you driving off to in the middle of a Tuesday, Ray? You know, nowhere much. for our first review here. Uh, this movie is about a uh, crook who's turned his life around and got a good job. He's uh, living in a mobile home. He's seeing a lady with a swell young child. and uh, But his past is coming to kick him in the butt when Richard Kind, who is a uh, bad guy, and I, I, that's the whole reason I want to see this movie, to see Richard Kind is a <laughs> villain. Uh, he's kind of like this like mob kingpin type guy, and he uh, he tells this guy, you better uh, do this job for me or I'll uh, get your friend in prison killed, and I'll, I'll tell your ex-boss that uh, is hunting you down uh, where you're at. And so he unfortunately goes on this quest all he has to do is go drop off some money and pick up a bag doesn't know what's in the bag and uh he doesn't want to do it but he, he he reluctantly does it and uh so many things happen on this trip uh, i'm talking there's backstabbing there's uh, a very helpful uh kind gentleman who might be faking it uh there's a there's a kidnapped girl chained to a radiator going to be sold to a sex trafficking ring. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch going on in this movie. And Dennis, this movie, if it wasn't for what Richard Kind wanted and why he wanted it, this movie might have been a stinker. But uh, I, hmm. it, it's what I, I want to tell you so bad, okay. Dennis. Uh, uh, but I feel like it's going to spoil it. Let's just say, should, should we? Should we? Uh, Richard okay. Kind thinks. Uh, say, give a little, Richard Kind thinks we might be in. Uh, okay, no, okay. no, no, no. I'll, I'll just dance around it. Richard Kind thinks we might be in an alternative world. What? And he wants to prove to everyone that we're not. Okay. And, uh, it's all about the Mandela effect here and uh, everyone's favorite uh, genie. 
And uh, what? was he played by a Sinbad or by a basketball star? <laughs> and uh, he, he's he's buying thousands of dollars worth of VHS tapes to prove that he's not crazy. Oh, my God. OK, you've definitely yeah, piqued my yeah. interest now. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it's very weird and wacky, and uh, the this the the main character is uh is this Australian guy who doesn't have an Australian accent at times, and then it comes out other times. It's very weird, and uh, I, I was shocked. Uh, there, there's this kid on this show that I used to watch called Fresh Off the Boat, and he used to be this pudgy little guy, and now he's like an adult and he's he's fit. And I'm like, I didn't oh, even know shit. that was him. So I was intrigued for that. Uh, I don't know the movie overall. You never know where it's going, so that's a nice thing. It takes place in a desert a little bit, so that's that's a negative. But uh, <laughs> like I said, there's just so many zany things, and the characters are are well fleshed out, I think, here. So I'm going to give Run and Gun, uh, which you can rent uh, VOD. I, I rented at Redbox. Uh, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it uh, two slices of toast. Ooh, okay. I mean, like it's it, not bad, but it's not knocking your socks it's, off. It's, it's yeah yeah it's nothing fantastic i i feel like as i was watching it i even said to myself uh this seems like something that's going to be on you on on youtube uh on uh hulu in the next couple mm. of weeks i bet so uh, okay yeah hold out if you yeah but if you want to see uh see um michael j fox's friend from sin city as as a villain <laughs> you, you, you should check that this honestly out. that the fact that you said richard kind is a villain i'm like oh, okay <laughs> i i'd like yeah. to see that too <laughs> he, he has a cool beard and like the the poster art's like awesome for it so that that those two facts won me over and then the fact that he's trying to prove that the world is 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 crazy is crazy because Shazam is a real movie and Kazam's a fake movie it's just fantastic <laughs> that that's the plot of the movie i think <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! Okay, yeah. All right. No, that might be a that might be a stony um, viewing uh, someday. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you, if you're ever at a sleepaway camp and you just want to watch a good movie with some friends, I think that'd be a good one to pop in the old DVD player. Only kids. if we go skinny dipping after. <laughs> There's a character that talks about oh, like that in this movie. Oh, that's Dennis, awesome. so. Okay, that's great. So you're not. Funny enough, there's a character in my next review that also talks like that. And he wears very tiny, tight oh, yeah? little shorts the whole movie, and it's creepy. Ooh. <laughs> uh, if it, did you watch uh, Reno One? Oh, I wish that's what I watched. Uh, instead, okay. I watched the campy horror classic Sleepaway Camp. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at a Sleepaway Camp for almost three weeks, and I'm getting. Very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba, revolve! Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home. Hmm. 
This one rolls out of 1983. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you are already familiar with it. If you are not, this, uh, obviously from the story, is about a summer sleepaway camp. A uh, bunch of angsty teens are here where some of us are hooking up, some of us are getting into shit, we're starting fights. Pretty standard camp stuff. Um, right at the top of the film, where we're shown uh, the camp's all empty, it's been closed for for years, and and then we, for some reason, we got to be shown that, and it was we get kicked back to eight years earlier when they were open. And here we are shown, there's this father and his, his two kids, we're, we're on a boat in the middle of the lake, and we're just having a grand old sunny day on the lake, and it's 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 great, we're, we're having a fun time. Um, on the other side of the lake, we got the, the the campers are doing their thing. They got the speedboat out. They got one of the other one of the other girls is on the is on skis on the back, and the guy driving the boat is like arguing with the girl who's sitting next to him. But it's like, oh, you taught me drive. No, I'm a counselor. You're not supposed to drive. They do this whole stupid back and forth thing before they finally. Wait, 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 Dennis. I'm sorry. I, I, I hate to interrupt, but is Edgar Styles in this movie? This is Edgar Styles. There's a little more lisp. Oh, Chloe, Damn come it. on. This Son is Edgar. Edgar <laughs> Style. Sorry, I love Edgar Style. Edgar. <laughs> that, oh my God, I'll never, One of never the worst. see. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Edgar. Anyways, <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> Sleep sorry. Away, so, um, obviously you see what's about to happen. Uh, if I can, they, they smash into the boat. They, uh, and... Two of the family members end up getting killed. You see the little girl swimming in the water, and the the boy and the father have have been hit by the boat. And we jump ahead to uh, years later as we see a couple of kids coming downstairs uh, to go to go to camp for the summer. Um, we've got this young boy talking to his mother. She's like, "Oh, have fun at camp." She's being and she's just strange as fuck right out the get go. It's just odd. All of her lines, the way she's delivering them. And then his cousin comes down after, and she doesn't. She doesn't speak. It's it's there. There might be something going on, but it's clear she just doesn't really want to talk, and that just might be what's going on. And uh, he he promises her, "I'll I'll watch out for you. I, this place is awesome. I have a great time every year." So we get to camp. We start meeting his friends. We meet the the cool. We we meet his friends. He's cool with. We see the more jock dudes that are the the bros that are all dicks or. Pekka heads, as we hear like 500 fucking times in this movie. And then we've got the bitchy girl, right? And then we've got these bitchy girls over here that are like, they're just the fucking, the antithesis of our characters, of course. Um, we've got uh, male counselors wearing way too tiny of shorts the whole movie. Um, and, and as we're starting, like, we spend a lot of time just kind of like getting to know people, getting to know who's mean, who's nice. And it's like, fuck, dude, we're, we get pretty far into this without like, I thought I was getting into a slasher movie with like, there's a killer on the loose killing people. Right. Not really. <laughs> By the time you get to the first like deliberate kill, you kind of start to pick up. It's, it's probably one of the kids. It's not an adult, but it's gruesome. You get this creepy, gross, like pedophile rapist cook who is trying to attack our main character who they're a mute cousin that uh, and when he gets he gets stopped by the the boy the her her other cousin 
And he, you know, he he runs away before anything happens. But the next scene, of course, he gets dumped into this giant, or like he gets this giant pot of boiling water dumped all over him, and it just burns all the flesh off his body. And it's this gnarly close-up, like effect shot that that was kind of cool. But we finally get something happening, and it goes by kind of quick. Um, and then we go back to the fucking angsty bullshit for a long time. And it's just the dialogue and the acting is horrific. <laughs> the oh, the thing going for this movie, honestly, is just how fucking campy it is. Like, you can just straight laugh at a lot of the cheesy shit. And honestly, that's, for me, nice. that's all the value there is in this film. It's just making fun of it, really. I mean, that's fun it can sometimes, be. but... The other side of the coin, the though, movie, though, there's a couple of... There's there's some ugly sides to this. And if for those of you who don't want spoilers, uh, proceed with caution, because I'm going to spoil a couple things in an effort to point out things that may trigger some people, especially now. So, one of the... One, a couple of the things that highlight the killer who's on the loose, it, it's, it suggested a part of their, like, insanity is the fact that as a child, they caught their father having gay sex. And it's depicted in a way, it's like, that's what helped make them kind of crazy. That was fuck. Both Val and I were both at each other like, wait, what the fuck is this? Like, why are... That was a lot. And it gets gets stranger. The child that saw their, their dad sleeping with another man, then it cuts to them in bed with their brother... Now, they don't show anything oh. gross necessarily as it's a symbolic thing. Like the dad or the, the child? Two, no, yeah, no it's, the two, it's the two siblings. And the, the girl sitting there as the oh. boy is like, he's, he's sitting up to you. And he's like, po- he's like holding his finger out like he's going to poke her nose. You know, it's like it's that high up to, but it's very slow. He's moving it very slowly toward her face. And it's like I, I only read that as symbolic and was extremely uncomfortable. If if that was the point is just to make me squirm, you did it. This isn't the type of thing I I would go to for a horror movie. You know, like this is not this is not the way. This is not the way, uh, Din Jaren. Um Someone better warn the other. So that's that alone that can that might upset some people. Now, the thing that really might upset people is the very end, the big reveal of the killer, Mm, the the twist. twist. I haven't even seen it, but I feel like you know what it is. Everyone talks about it. Yeah. And it's like the fact that the big reveal is that the killer's transgender. Little fucked. Mm. It's a little like. So not only is the movie gave you these homophobic suggestions as to this is the motivation of our killer. Now it's transphobic right at the end. And it's like, oh, wow. All right. Mm, this is kind of fucked. But what I, and I did some research and I found it very interesting. There's actually a lot of reviews over every decade since the film has been released. There have been a lot of uh, LGBTQ like uh, journalists who have written reviews after the fact and it's interesting to see how they how it's mm-hmm. been analyzed from that perspective because I, I kind of immediately thought it's like this is kind of fucking offensive like this is I even felt a little gross about it but it was interesting to see how it was analyzed. Uh, one person pointed out maybe that the main character actually I was tra- did identify female the whole time and it was the yeah, suggestion I, I so, of yeah. that once they were pushed that direction forcibly from the outside by a relative. They just kind of they were kind of finally put in the more comfortable place, uh, more accepting of who they are themselves. 
The other thing that was pointed out that I now totally makes sense in hindsight was there's almost no female nudity throughout the entire movie. There's a lot of naked dudes throughout this whole movie, and it's like, ladies, ladies, turn, well, ladies, that's the other the thing. Movie. But it's for the guys too. Those who are that is what you're here for, you know. Like, fair enough. People, there you people, go. People. And it's like I think that it's like maybe that was it. They were trying to turn the formula on its head because, especially in '83, there's a ton of slashers, and there's been out, you know, a, a litany of horror films, really big ones too. So maybe that's the takeaway here. Is like it's not. Just the crazy madman who's has a bloodlust for ladies and killing. It's it's anyone can have a bloodlust for killing and killing. <laughs> I mean, is that the take? I don't That's know. True, but I gotta say, like I said, the only thing that I found entertaining was the bad acting, the cheesy kills. They had some cool practical effects. I will say some of that was very interesting, but it just got too fucking weird. And the fact that it was literally all kids in this movie. That, too, made me a little uncomfortable. So, See, I always thought they were, like, a teenager. No, they're all, least, the cast, no? almost I mean, all of the cast is 17 kids, I get when they filmed the movie. That's yeah, sad. that was a little yucky. Um, so, I'm, again, I'm giving a Sleepaway Camp one slice. It, uh, I don't know if I could even rush back to watch that and again. This, this has a big cult. That does, and many sequels, sequels, and like a spinoff sequel, like Return to Sleepaway Camp. I know that was that came out when we were in college. I think I remember Furtado was a big fan of that because he'd walk around in the fucking t-shirt all the time. And uh, I've it's like I've always sure. like so it's made me curious about the film ever since he mentioned it. So I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, uh, I guess I didn't miss much. I don't know if I'll go down. Hey, the if you're if you're listening to this. Uh, this podcast, and you say, "Hey, I really like Sleepaway Camp." Yeah. Let us know. Give us your let, take. Let us know what what what's what you like the most about it. If if we're wrong or right, and uh, try to sell us yeah. in the sequel. Maybe maybe we'll watch. Try it. to convince me to see see the light. You know, if it, it, it the movie is such a big deal, and I don't know, it just kind of didn't. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But maybe that's just it. You never know. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. I don't get to be the Jesus of movies, but uh, I could probably buy, try to be the Jesus. Hmm. Of, I don't know. Writing books or uh, modeling. Well, Dennis, designing if shoes. You're, if, if you're not a, if you're not a genius, <laughs> and you're not, you're not, not hip to the to the fact here that there's a Kanye trilogy called Genius. Uh, you're just missing out because I'm gonna review Genius, a Kanye trilogy. Hey, Kanye, how would you uh, describe your album? I feel like it's a breath of fresh air. Then we got my man Kanye. Tracks, man, man, hold on. Well, I first put the camera on this up and come producer back in 98. Southtown made it down here, boy. I knew he was destined for greatness. This is Cootie right here. He shot all the footage. The goal was to see how far his dreams would take him, but I had no idea what life take us next. Let me explain my side of it, though. He gonna be one of the greats, trust me, the next greats. And what's fucked up is that when a nigga become great, people get hate. Yeah. Scream and see it to And you need an angel to watch over you. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Ain't nobody never broke down. I got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. It felt like the bigger Kanye got, the farther we grew apart. 
but there was more to Kanye's story that I needed to tell. I'm interested in why you believe all of this has happened. I just think it was in God's plan. I think he just has me here for a reason, that I have something to say. It's people that might be better programmers, better rappers. Where I think I, I really won is I had the heart. If I do what I'm supposed to do, people gonna look back like, man, remember dude used to just make beats for people? I would like to congratulate you on the good job that you did with me. <laughs> I just started with the music. I didn't know. Yay West, hot, fire. Y'all, there's 21 years in the making. I'm not gonna say it's not a way I could fail. But hopefully with God's blessings, there shouldn't be no way for me to lose, really. It sounds like you're now about Dennis to say said, something French. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, it's a very odd spelling. J E E N dash Y U H S. And then the Kanye trilogy. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I, I'm not a wordsmith, but uh, I don't think that's how you spell genius, but that's what they want the us phonetic, to think. Uh, phonetic and spelling, maybe it right? is. Isn't it? Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, so this is a three-part trilogy documentary that uh, spans like 20 or 30 years throughout Kanye's rise to fame and whatnot. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I used to like Kanye a lot. And uh, let, let me let me start this off that it has the best narration I've ever heard in a documentary. It's it's the guy that shot it and and directed this guy named Cooley. Oh, oh. Uh, and the way he says the way he says Kanye, he's like, because so like you see him on camera and he talks like a regular guy, but then behind the camera, he talks a little slower (laughs) and a little bit better. So when Con, yeah, so whenever it's like, I always get a smile on my face. It's like Kanye. No, no, sorry. Kanye, I don't even. It's <laughs> like he's excited. Here. It's fantastic, <laughs> and yeah, and it, so it pretty much uh, the first uh, hour and a half is. Uh, I know you're uh, you're like, hey man, this is a movies, but guess what? It's like a six hour documentary. So I'm going to do it. The first part is uh, watching Kanye. He's already. Uh, clearly, a, 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 I didn't know he was a producer beforehand, uh, yeah. producing music, but he wants to make it as a rapper. So uh, this this uh, is his 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 journey of uh, leaving Chi Town and uh, going to New York and trying to hustle and just get whatever attention he can. And it's rough. And like you, you feel bad, but you're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. this documentary is going. But like he literally would like just listen to his music everywhere. Like he walked into Rockefeller Records, went in every fucking office and played his his, his fucking mixtape. And like people were just like, what the fuck? Like he was just annoying people. And it's like the tenacity that this guy had was fantastic. Like he would not stop. Nothing could get in his fucking way, man. And uh, by the end of the first documentary episode, uh, he had signed with the uh, label and things were looking good. Uh, The second part is uh, things are going good. He's about to record his first uh, record. And then he's in a terrible car accident where he fucks up his his jaw and 
And yet that doesn't even stop him. He records some, some hits while his mouth can hmm. barely fucking work. Shit. And then, unfortunately, the label doesn't want to put any money against it. So he's just making... Uh, reaching out to his contacts, and he fucking knew everyone, man. Uh, fucking Mo's Def, he hung out with a lot. Uh, Ludacris, fucking uh, John Mayer, Holy shit. Um, Jamie Foxx, all all these random people who are huge. And like at one point, he goes to Pharrell and like plays him a song. And Pharrell's like, "This is this is good. You're great." And he's like, "Yeah, I recorded it when my jaw was like, sh- like fucking uh, wired." like shut and he's like and then if pharrell just walked out of the studio he's like so pissed that it was so good and yet he barely could use his mouth like and just watching like he's he's striving he's uh he's working really hard and uh by the end of this episode he he's he's hit it he's big and uh the the beautiful thing is you get to see him and his mom his mom Donda, where we get that uh, his last two records. Uh, she was just the the best mother ever. Like she supported him and loved him and was all about like from the beginning. She was fantastic, and you know where that's going. So it's hard to. It's like ah man, and uh, like they don't hold anything back. Like you see Kanye in the beginning, he's kind of a, a regular guy. He's he's cool, calm, collected, just your regular everyday guy. Then he he's he's, he's high on his bridges. And uh, the third one is uh, he's big, he's made it. He's even turned his back on this guy, Cooley, who made this documentary. And uh, and now he's just losing his mind, essentially. Like, when he does see Cooley, Cooley feels bad and turns off the camera because of the stuff he's saying. He's like, I've never seen Kanye like this ever before. And I felt like it'd be wrong if I were to keep recording. So it's not all just just so interesting. Like, it. It's not just worshiping mm-hmm. Kanye West. This is actually yeah. trying to. Okay, mm-hmm. All right, that's interesting. I was because that's what's going to be my question. Is like the it, like, it sounded it, at first. It kind of sounded like the tone was just like, oh, all praise, easy. Yeah, I mean it is that, but at this at the point, like you can tell that it's like you still oh, get shit, to see the darker wrong. and like they side they show yeah. the darkness. Yeah, and they show him going to to psychiatric wards and whatnot, and. Yeah, it's it's really really interesting, and uh, I, I, they they released week to week, so I, I just could not wait to get to the next week and the next week, even knowing where it all goes. But uh, it was quite the journey, and it really made you respect those early Kanye CDs. Uh, and then you hear him doing his last couple of CDs, and it's like these aren't even words. This mm. isn't even music. What the yeah. fuck? Like he's in the Dominican Republic, and like just seems like he's out of control recording one of these albums and like the just the random craziness and like you don't ever really see him with his family and it's like oh maybe that's the reason they they uh got divorced and like "Ah, it's just something else man yeah like he's always recorded like the man is non-stop working and he he has a drive and passion and that's one thing no one can take away like he he had vision and like, and it's 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 crazy because when when I was telling you about him talking to Pharrell, Pharrell's like, "Hey man, you're great. Don't change. Don't let the industry mess with you. You just gotta keep being you and keep doing what you're doing, and you'll be fine." Uh, and clearly, he did not yeah. take any of that to heart because he Fuck went yeah, off the man. deep end hard. Um, like, and this this goes through like up until I want to say 
uh, fucking even like 2020 because they, they get hit with coronavirus okay. and, and whatnot. And interesting stuff uh, over on Netflix. Uh, genius uh, Kanye trilogy. I'm going to give it four slices of toast. Holy shit. All it right. Was good. Damn, man. Yeah. Even knowing where it's going, and I just spoiled a lot for you, but there's so much Dang. more in it that just it's crazy to see the footage and to see the transformation. It's it's something. Oh, oh, that's that's interesting. No, that actually. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've to be honest, I've never been that big a fan of Kanye West, but the more biopic kind of stuff, like learning about the person, though, it does sound intriguing. So I'd be curious to yeah check that out sometime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just just like as a character study yeah. in a way. Like I'm like I'm shocked Kanye hasn't made this like uh, his version of Get Rich or Die Trying or Eight Miles. Starting himself like, right now. And the man loves his <laughs> movies. But, yeah, I could see it a hundred percent, hundred percent. See that. 50s. Uh, and it would be a great. They all did. The rest of them did. And so did yeah, Eminem. Yeah. Did Although his himself. was a yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. You're right. More, more. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But uh, I mean, it's not like you're 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 tapping the well here from like thirty to forty to fifty years ago and just making a, a legacy sequel that makes no sense or anything. You're you're following a man here yeah. in a journey oh. and a massacre of, oh, of lyrics. I, got, I can cover those bases with my next review. Uh, yeah, oh, I yeah. just I watched the uh, the newly released twenty twenty two Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere. Somewhere safe. Hey guys, you should see this. What are you doing in our house? You really shouldn't be here. This is hard, Esteem. I'm afraid your old friend's back. Fifty years I've been waiting for this night. Just to see him again. Who? that he wants. I'm not gonna let him kill you. Fear no evil, fear no evil. Try anything and you cancel, bro. Oh, fuck. It's a massacre! I just heard how I said that. That was weird. Um, so, yes, this was dropped over on so Netflix. Uh, it is streaming right now. And, oh, shit, I just realized I did not tell you where I watched Sleepaway Camp. I saw Sleepaway Camp on Peacock, by the way, if you're at all curious. But that's not what I'm talking about now. Peacock. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, rated R, over on Netflix. 
this is a sequel. A, this is actually supposed to be a direct sequel to the first original film. Because apparently there weren't 15 between. And it is, uh, we just jump right back to see this uh, yeah. group of modern day uh, hipstery kind of folks. Uh, they've, they've, they're, oh, they're starting a business. They've, they're driving out to Texas. Uh, they bought some property and they're going to check it out. They have all these investors, blah, blah, blah. It's, you, you know, you, you know what this movie's called. You do not give a shit as to what they're doing. Um, at least I didn't. And we spent too much time talking about this shit. Let me tell you right off the bat. I, I will say this Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nothing Chainsaw Massacre fucking even happens at least for the first half of the movie. You don't even get get a good Leatherface kill for the first until the first you're 40 minutes in. All right? So don't hold your fucking breath. It wow, oh, god damn it. I recognized basically none of the cast. I think the guy working the gas station at the beginning of the movie is the only one I recognized. Um so that means exactly what it sounds like. The the his line delivery is really cheesy after that. All the characters just look like these really lame stock characters. Nothing is really unique about them. Uh, they get to this town that they've purchased and they're looking at all the lots and they see there's in this orphanage, there's this fucking Confederate flag hanging off it and they're trying to get it off. One of the locals is he, they hired as their contractor. They ran into him in town. He's kind of a dick, but he's there to help them. Eh, so they go into the, they go into the orphanage. There's this old lady. Oh, I've lived here for shut the fuck up. Uh, I still have the the deed, blah, blah, blah. And then you see a shadowy figure looming from the top of the stairs. Oh, that's my last boy at the orphanage. He, he, uh, he's still with me. I got to take care of him. And they got to tell her, he's like, hey, we bought this place off the bank. You aren't supposed to be living here. And she starts to freak out and has like a heart attack. And they got to rush her to the hospital. And of course, uh, the big, scary, big, scary boy walks down the stairs, scoops her up, and they go into the, the, the police arrive. And they all get in the police like van together with one of the with one of our characters. They start driving away. Of course, she dies. He flips out, starts killing everybody. That's when the that's when the shit starts going down, kind of. And then we're still talking about the fucking selling of the properties and the business and all this. Like we spend so much time looking at the other shit. I just stopped giving a fuck. Very important things, Dennis. So dumb. Sale. We spent way too much time. To be honest, this felt more like not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It, it was like they took a script they were actually intending to be either a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Friday the 13th or a Halloween because you spent so much time trying to like make you feel for the backstory of Leatherface, even though that's not what the movie's about. You just kind of, you get it suggested to you and you get little clues and tips that this obviously is who it fucking was. It just, dude, it just fucking sucked. Out the gate, it sucked through the middle, and it sucked to the end. They, it, why in the living fuck did they try to make this thing? And it is so different. It didn't like. I, I mean, I like I just said, it did not feel like a Leatherface character anymore. It just looks like Leatherface, and he carries and he kills people with a chainsaw a few times. The best scene in the movie is that is the scene everyone has heard of that was like leaked in the script of the. You get fucking Leatherface walking up on this bus that bust in all of the people who are buying the property, and they're all just these, like... They, and that's what's sad. There is a tiny... The whole film, by the way, it has a very light air of, of, what, remind, of what reminds me of The Hunt, 
where it's kind of coming from a more the conservative perspective of things. And it's poking fun at woke culture Hmm. and the quote unquote snowflakes like that's the that's the target of this movie. They're, we're we're trying to make fun of that group, and it's more in support of those who don't agree with those types of people. I I got to say that right out the bat, uh, right off the bat. I've said that too many times. I just it's so important to me to tell you people how bad this movie is. It's just I can't even recommend you even try to watch it as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan because I think you're just Tell us how you really failed, Dennis, please. You're holding back. I'm going to give Texas Chainsaw half a slice. It's just fucking, this is, wow. it was, it was bad, man. I, I were at least as offensive as Sleepaway Camp was. Like I said, I had more fun watching the over-the-top kills and practical effects and the shitty, shitty acting than anything in this movie. The, the bus, the bus slaughter scene might've been the coolest like kill scene, but even then it was just. It's only and it was like only kind of worth a chuckle for like the first twenty or so seconds, and then it goes on for a while. But just <sighs> save your time, folks. Spare yourself. They should have spared Leatherface. I mean, fuck. I just. Uh, oh wow! I, yeah, I do apologize. This, I I think I no no no. I was I honestly I would have watched um, it either way because I I, I I normally dig dig this kind of stuff. But this is a villain I never want to come back to again. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I need a hero, Adam. I'm. I need a hero. I need a hero. He's gotta be strong. He's gotta be fast. You got someone like that? You got someone strong and fast and a hero in the night? Maybe. I talked about Kanye. Doesn't that count? No. Unacceptable. No? Okay. All right. Well, I guess guess I'll just talk about the Batman. Bruce Wayne. Sorry? I wouldn't be bothering you here, but your people keep telling me you're unavailable. You know, you really could be doing more for this city. family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. The Riddler is asking for you. The killer left this for the Batman. Why is he writing to you? You came. I've been trying. Riddler's latest. It's all about the Waynes. If we don't stand up, no one will. You got a lot of cats. Never think about strays. The bat and the cat. It's got a nice ring. You a new friend of yours? I'm not so sure. I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. You're part of this too. How am I part of this? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Bruce Wayne. All these years, you lied to me, Alfred. We all have our scars, Bruce. He's still away. He's involved in this? No, he's not involved. How do you know? He's a vigilante. 
Well, Dennis, we've all seen Batman in the past. You, hell, you've reviewed like <laughs> half his movies. Surprisingly, not the Adam West ones, but hey, whatevs. To, to each their own. Um, so, yeah, I'm talking about the Rob Pattinson Batman. Uh, you know, I wasn't sure what I was walking into here. About two hours, 58 minutes, just just under three hours. Uh, and you're like, OK, this is going to be by uh, the man who makes the ape movies. Who fantastically uh, makes the ape movies. Those are some of the most compelling eight movies ever, uh, Matt Reeves. Uh, so why not make a Batman movie? Oh, because Ben Affleck was supposed to make one, but then he had his breakdown and decided not to come back, but he'd come back for a Flash cameo. Whatevs, people. Get with the <laughs> times. Now we got a vampire playing a Batman. It's all good. And we got a woman playing a Catwoman. Uh, and we got we got a, a Gollum playing <laughs> a butler. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I like. That. I didn't know that where good. I was going there, but that I feel like great. that was a good end to that. Um, so yeah, so this this is a, a kind of the Batman that we haven't really seen. This is Batman Year Two. He's still figuring out oh, okay. his badness, and uh, it's you know this 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 movie is kind of grounded in reality compared to all the other Batman movies. Even though like our last uh, Nolan films are pretty much based in in the real world but this feels more grounded more gritty more real even to the extent where you see normal people dress like normal people and then you see a man dressed as a bat with a cape and you just <laughs> chuckle a little bit to yourself because like that does stand out but by god it's kind of cool um so yeah the, the plot here um there is a uh, killer running amok through the city of Gotham and leaving notes for Batman, all riddles and clues. Yes, they were talking about uh, Paul Dano Riddler. And uh, at the same time, uh, there's a lot of uh, things going on uh, with like mobsters and whatnot. Um, and so Batman is actually a detective almost in this one. Like, uh, you know, detective comics would nice. want you to think. Nice. Uh, and this, this feels a lot like a, uh, Kind of like uh, the movie Seven oh, a little shit. bit, uh, and it's fun. It's gritty. It's 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 quite quite the movie, Dennis. Uh, so Batman does his his detecting work, and then he uh, runs into uh, fucking uh, the Catwoman, fantastically played uh, here. Uh, and boy, oh boy, do they they have a little relationship and. That's fun. Uh, and at the same time, a girl goes missing and he tries figuring out what happened to that girl. And that leads him down this big path. Uh, he even finds out secrets oh. about his own family. Uh, there's they, they might rewrite some things here and there from the mythology of Batman. I don't know. I'm not a big comic book guy. Um, but oh, man. But let me tell you, everyone's firing on nice. all cylinders, man. Like Catwoman, Zo uh, Zoe Kravitz, fantastic. Uh, fucking... 
um, Andy Serkis uh, is a great uh, new version of uh, Alfred. Uh, he's not really the butler type. He's more of like an assistant, oh, it feels like, and, and it's cool. Um, uh, Colin, Far- uh, yeah, Count Colin Farrell as the penguin. Oh. Oh, he's like, of course, he looks different, but he's he's channeling. Kind of feels like he's channeling a little bit of uh, Joe Pesci in this. Like I kind of get a little Pesci vibe, and I like it. Um, fucking who who was who plays Falcone? Oh, oh John Turturro. Shit, I didn't even know nice. he was in it. Fantastically. Um, oh man, and the Batmobile is pretty rad. Um, and let's let's not forget here. Let's not scoff at uh at Rob Pattinson. Like a lot of people, are like oh yeah, he's uh he's great as Batman, but he kind of sucks as Bruce Wayne. Guess what, fuckers? We're watching a movie called The Batman, not the the billionaire yeah. Playboy. Uh, <laughs> even, it's not called guy. Bruce Wayne the movie. And, and guess what? <laughs> yeah then I would want a little bit more of Bruce Wayne. And we don't really see him as Bruce Wayne too often, which is phenomenal. Uh, but when we do, guess what? He's not like any Bruce Wayne that we've seen before. And I think that might be people's problem because he looks like a uh, a moody, gothic, like 20, 30 year old. And guess what? It's fantastic, I think, because guess what? The way he moves his body is different. The way he talks is different because guess what, people? You don't even realize it's him inside the suit. And that's the issue with all these other Batman. You can tell by their voices and the way they carry themselves. They're the same fucking people. No, not in this. They're slightly different. Everything's different. Like, they're two different people, nice. which I fucking love. So I, I don't know. You know. I really enjoy that just, aspect. Oh, sorry. And he has. This, I, I was like, just going to say the, you, no, the way no, you're no, describing this kind of Bruce Wayne. You said it's only his second year as Batman. So Bruce Wayne has only mm-hmm. just like he's been abroad learning how to fucking at least honing his skills. He's just spent all this time becoming the man yes. he is. And he hasn't had a time to figure out like how to carry himself in public yet. As as Bruce Wayne later learns. This is how Bruce Wayne needs to be. And then you all you always keep that divide between mm-hmm. Bruce and Batman. Bruce Wayne hasn't had the chance to be the big billionaire yeah. playboy wooing the ladies and uh, going in front of crowds, doing all the big grand openings and the donations and all the all that shit. He's, he needs decades of, of well, not well, yeah, mm-hmm. decades of doing that stuff to then get to that point. So, yeah. How, why would he just be that way right off the bat? Yeah. No, I'm like, I, I haven't so. even seen the movie. And I'm like. You've convinced me. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I've heard so many people talking shit about how is Bruce Wayne's mediocre, but the fact that you can't tell it's him in him, I think it is genius. It's a great acting, I think, double performance. Uh, And it's interesting, like... He he goes and keeps a journal of every day that he's working and like he, he he like has the dates and he even has like these contacts that record everything that he sees so he can get more detail in his notes. Uh, it's just it's it's a very unique movie. Uh, I mean, there may be a few slow moments in it, but it's pretty much a good joy ride. I may have almost fell asleep at one point. Then there was a humongous explosion, and I saw this in like a very big, loud theater. So it woke <laughs> me the fuck up, uh, taught me a lesson. Uh, but no, this this was a very good movie, I think. And uh, I did not see the ending oh. coming. The ending was like, oh wow, that's I, wow, interesting. Um, I don't know. Overall, I think it was definitely a good movie. Is it the best Batman movie? I don't know. I It's hard to tell. I feel like every Batman movie has their right. own uniqueness, uh, but it's definitely something that people can enjoy. And uh, I'm sorry, I know I'm rambling. Uh, this this was like the biggest crowd I've seen in theaters in quite some time. Like almost as big as I recall seeing the first uh, what, oh, a- a- Infinity War. Uh, like 
this three-hour movie is literally playing like every half an hour at all the theaters. Uh, lines are humongous around the theater. You can't get a seat by yourself. People are, and it's well worth it. I'm happy this is reviving nice, the theater man. that it feels like. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give the Batman uh, Fucking three awesome. and a half slices right. here. I know, I'm going to try to go see it this weekend. Yeah. I'm really hoping now, that I'll be, make it out there, but... You know, I, I was hoping to see, I was going to see it a couple of times because my brother wanted to see it, but he didn't want to go at the times I wanted to go. Uh, my girlfriend said a couple of times she wanted to go, but I'm like, all right, I'll go see it. But a heads up, it's a three hour movie. Oh, and that, shoot. That, that lost her right there. So I don't know. Uh, but I, I rumor is it's going to be like on HBO Max probably by the end of next okay. month. I think there's like a 45 uh, day window, but yeah. I think it's worth seeing yeah. in the theater. But that's just me. Um, now there, there were a few other movies that released, uh, this weekend that, uh, maybe you might've thought we'd review, but, uh, we didn't. So, uh, the first is in a, uh, 20th century Fox movie, uh, over on Hulu, an exclusive called Fresh. Uh, I, I actually reviewed this movie a couple of weeks ago on the episode titled No Pants <laughs> Are the Best Pants. Uh, this has Sebastian Stan as a, uh, as as a regular cool guy who meets a, a girl and they hit it off and it's a rom com and then it just drastically changes to a different movie halfway through and uh, quite the thriller. I, I don't want to give you a rating or go any deeper into it. Uh, definitely worth a watch, but please go back and listen to that episode if you're interested. Uh, and uh, in the same episode, there's another Colin Farrell movie that came out. Uh, in the uh, art house cinemas uh, called After Yang. Uh, this is about a futuristic world. Uh, Colin Farrell has a child who uh, was adopted. And when you adopt a child, you can get like a robot to kind of ease it into the family. And uh, this robot was a secondhand robot and kind of died. So Colin Farrell discovers things about it. Uh, I gave it a review. And uh, if you want to hear it, once again, check out No Pants Are the Best Pants. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. There, there, there are some fun movies. You should uh, go back and listen to that if you're interested. Uh, Dennis. I am sorry. I know I keep running my mouth here. Uh, we don't have any TV shows. Would, would you mind if I if I mentioned a book that's kind oh, of related sure, to man. film and yeah. whatnot? What you got for us? Right. Uh, I, I listened to this audio book. Uh, well, I mean, it's a book that just came out last week called The Comedy, Comedy, Comedy Drama, uh, Bob oh. Odenkirk Autobiography. And uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, he literally the man is, is a lover of comedy and like you hear about his early days of loving comedy and then struggling to get on comedy and being in some of the biggest comedy things ever. And, and he tells you all about the failures and everything, trials and tribulations and the highs and the lows. And oh man, it, it even has a chapter in there that I love about multiple times. He mentions <laughs> tenacious D and uh, I didn't realize I knew he produced their TV show, which was one of my favorite shows, oh, but I didn't shit. know he wrote every episode. That's cool. and, uh, <laughs> And uh, the, the, then it's interesting. He, he, uh, him and David Cross uh, were in a duo that made a great show called The Mr. Uh, show. And uh, they took some of those characters and made a movie out of it uh, and called it Run, Ronnie, Run. I love the movie. Turns out it was a giant, terrible piece of shit for him. Uh, so I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Then he directed a movie that I love starring... Uh, Will Arnett and uh, Dax Shepard called Let's Go to Prison. Apparently another movie he fucking hated. And it's like, huh, it's just hmm. interesting putting those things in perspective. Uh, but it's just, uh, if you like comedy, if you want to hear, like, 
the harshness of like what it's like to try to be a successful person or just uh, make a living out of it. Definitely worth checking out a uh, comedy, comedy, comedy drama. And uh, if you listen to the audiobook, awesome. he narrates it and it's a fantastic uh, listen oh, uh, or read. Cool, dude. Yeah, that, that does sound really interesting. I'd, I'd love to check that out, man. Nice. Yeah, thanks for sharing yeah, that. Then I'll see I think. I, fair enough. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You never know if what people are into. And uh, I know I know we, we don't talk about books much and I, I apologize. I know it's on a book show. Uh, I don't know. kind uh, of any anything you want to promote uh, since uh, I promoted a no, book. Just our social media handles. Uh, make sure please go and follow us on any of the platforms you're already at, because likely we're already there. Um, talking about Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're also on Ooh, YouTube. Yeah. You can even dig up our Discord server and our Reddit page if you really wanted to. But uh, almost every single place, it's at movie underscore toast. But Facebook and YouTube specifically, we are Movie Toast News and Reviews. Uh, coming this December is the mm-hmm. second year of Movie Toast Ooh. the Festival. That's right. It's coming back. If you haven't heard, I don't yes. know why, because we only I say it every wait. episode. So uh, we can <laughs> finish listening <laughs> the episode and then go and apply for our festival. Um, it's It was a lot of fun last year. It should be a great time again this year. We already have so oh, yeah. many applicants. And we're so thankful. And yeah, and we're Fantastic really looking forward films. to sharing them back to you, the audience, the moviegoers get them in front of your eyes and uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun that'll mm-hmm. be in december it'll be an online digital event and it's so you can watch it in your pjs on the couch if you wanted to i mean i know i will so on the floor oh you know it um yeah so if you want to get your film in front of our eyes uh head over to filmfreeway.com backslash movie toast the festival or just go to filmfreeway.com and search for movie toast the festival and if you don't believe us how much fun we had uh, some of the filmmakers of uh, last year's uh, shows uh, gave us some reviews and uh, I think they're nice reviews and uh, speaking of reviews Dennis uh, if uh, these fine listeners could head over to Apple Podcasts I think it'd be very helpful if they could tell us what they like what they dislike or just uh, what's going on in their life uh, I know that's more of social media but uh, we want to hear your feedback on the show if you could any honesty yeah no, uh, please be do. very uh, helpful we'd love to get the feedback as we can, uh, as you got it um, but as Adam has said We've had a few random, just to remind you one more time, some of the more recent films have come up in the last few episodes as we've got kind of screeners and stuff this year. So please jump back to check out, uh, um, mm-hmm. the, oh shit, I apologize. What was the name of the, the one you just mentioned was No Pants Are the Best Pants. Uh, was, was well, the, no, yes. no Pants Are the Best Pants. And many, of course, there's uh, many and, other uh, great episodes between and, uh, here bef- and there, but, uh. That was that was one worth mentioning in particular yeah. because of this those titles of when they were released. Uh, but uh, you don't want to go back listen to the past episode. Fine, sure, be that way. Just wait around for next week then. No. And while you're at it, yeah, stay care. toasty. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Wonderful day, wonderful night, wonderful moment in time. We don't care where, when, how you listen. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's a pretty shitty thing. Dennis, <laughs> say your part again. Um, yeah, you, you, shit. I, 
I don't. Well, I don't remember to set it like the, the way <laughs> we set up into it. Oh no, you don't. No, no, no. no I'm not saying retake. I just want to want to want to want something better than what I said uh, to, to right, close us out here. Just you, let's just wipe the slate clean. Everyone, please stay toasty.